you don't know what you're doing. There's no way you're going to figure it out on your own. So let me just tell you. You're listening to Relationship Renegade, the podcast that is flipping the script on some of these myths and false truths that you've been believing. I'm your host, Dr. Jameson Mercier, licensed clinical social worker. Um, Thank you for coming back for yet another installment. I appreciate you joining us for the month of March, um, episode after episode, and uh, we we don't take it lightly. All right. What I'm going to do today is to sum up what we've been discussing these last few weeks. Um, Unsolicited advice, right? Advice giving, not necessarily when someone is asking and seeking advice. Right. Well, I mean, that's what unsolicited advice. There's only one definition. You know, we're talking about, you know, those times when you just feel moved, you know, you just feel pushed to tell someone what they need to do. Um, none of your business, but you just take it upon yourself. Um, and so we're going to just real quickly um, in this episode for the next few moments, just talk about three things. Um as it relates to advice giving, specifically um, unsolicited advice. And we've talked about a lot. Um, I don't believe we've touched on these items here. The first issue, and we've talked about issues we have with um, unsolicited advice and why we probably want to move away from it. Um, The first thing we'll say, I'll say, is... When you take it upon yourself to give someone some unsolicited advice, the assumption is that this individual, right, they do not have the resources, the knowledge, the capacity to solve this problem on their own. That's the assumption that you're making when you see someone in a situation, not even necessarily struggling, right? Which is the 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 interesting piece. They may they're not even struggling. They may just be talking, or you may observe them doing something, or you've come to learn that they are engaged in this particular project. You just feel like, oh yeah, they don't know what the hell they're doing. So I'm just going to tell them how it is. And tell them what to do. You may not make a conscious decision and feel those things consciously. But if you break it down and you slow it down, that is essentially what unsolicited advice is. The assumption that you don't know what you're doing. There's no way you're going to figure it out on your own. So let me just tell you. And that is that is not good to just put it plainly for someone, but there are some particular individuals for which that's not good. Young people, young people, it's not good to 
to treat them that way. And as adults, we are all guilty of this. Okay, I'm sure I was guilty of it today, this week sometime. I'll be guilty of it tomorrow. Because, especially as it relates to my own children, we, we say things like, oh, I know you though. I know you better than you know yourself. And so based on my understanding of you, then I need to tell you this. And that's not the case. If there's anything that I've become more and more aware of is just how much my children are changing and people in general. We are always changing and we are always growing. We're always learning. Hell, I got a dog in the house now and this dog has grown so much. He's changed so much in just the last four weeks. So the mistakes that you saw someone make last week, the lack of knowledge that they had, you know, last year, it's quite possible that they've picked some things up along the way. Okay, the mistakes that they made before They may not be making those same mistakes, but the unsolicited advice that we give automatically assumes that they are. Or perhaps it's an assumption that you make about young people in general. Maybe it isn't people in your life. It is quite possible that this is an assumption that we make about, I don't know, women. You know, you see a a woman at the gas station and you're like, yeah, let me just tell her she didn't ask you. She did not ask you for anything. You know, we make this assumption about maybe immigrants, black and brown people, white people, old people, you know, fat people, skinny people, you name it. It may simply be that we go around assuming that certain people don't know what they're doing, can't figure it out, and you just need to swoop in and save them. Stop that. That's the first assumption uh the first thing i want to touch on second thing you do right so after you've made this assumption about them you step in and you tell them yo this is what this is this is how that is you have now stopped them from learning and growing yeah you have removed that possibility or derailed them okay there, I, re, I remember hearing T.D. Jakes say, um, uh, essentially, that what he said was there is something about the struggle, right? There's something in it. There's, there's the, the sauce of the struggle. There, there's something in there. And when we step in and tell people what to do, be it right or wrong, often it's wrong, when we do that, we put a block right there. We stop the process. We stop the learning process. We've interfered with the learning process. Okay, we've stopped the growth. If you just tell them what to do and they take your advice, they are no longer trying to figure it out. They are no longer trying to sort out whatever issue, whatever project they were trying to resolve or reconcile for themselves that opportunity is gone you have robbed them of that opportunity now there may be other opportunities down the line and 
and and and you know what fine but this one opportunity with this particular circumstance right under you know this situation that is never to be again and we got to think about that we really do um and there are reasons why people do this. Some people, it's a it's it's a needy thing. It's a savior mentality. But some people just don't know. And some people are genuinely trying to be helpful by telling people what to do, what they should do, right? Not necessarily what to do, just what they think, what I think you should be doing. Not what I know you should be doing, but what I think you should be doing. And even if you know what the person should be doing, this goes back like to, it, to the point that who cares if you know, give them a chance to sort it out. Don't take that opportunity or that option away. One thing I know, one thing we all know about people is that they will ask when they are ready. They will struggle with it. I mean, think about it. Maybe you've been wrestling with your phone trying to figure out one feature or your computer or you've been trying to fix your bathroom. You have a certain amount of resources that you're able to dedicate to whatever task it is. But trust me, if you can't figure it out by a certain point, you're going to call somebody. You're going to be like, yo. Okay, I don't care how much. Come out here and handle this. You're going to drive to the store, T-Mobile, AT&T, whatever, and say, yo, my man, what's up with this? So you got to give people the opportunity to get to that point. Because that's just, it's just not your place to interfere. If you're a parent, you, you understand this. In your children, you know, there are the the parents who do not let their kids struggle with anything. They're quick to jump in and, and resolve it. And then there are the parents who will let their kids get a little frustrated. Right. It there's nothing wrong with a little frustration. Absolutely nothing. When I when my kids were babies and being bottle fed. Um, at a certain point, I stopped placing the bottle in their hand. I would place it just beyond their reach. Just beyond their reach. And what that does, it encourages them to work for it. To strive, to reach, to crawl and eventually stand and walk. Right. We need we need that. OK, OK. And so let's not be the ones who come in and we cut off the opportunity to learn and the opportunity to grow. All right. Last point I'll make. The problem and perhaps the biggest point with advice giving, um, unsolicited advice giving, is that you have only but a limited perspective on the issue. Yeah, you do. You may disagree, but you do. You have a very, very limited perspective on the issue. And yet, here you are talking about 
whatever as if you are the subject matter expert. I mean, think about it. Someone is getting ready to buy a house, let's just say. And sure, maybe you've bought a house before. Maybe you've bought 10 houses, whatever, 20 houses, bought and sold houses. Okay? But you are only an expert on the houses that you have bought and sold. You only know those situations in those circumstances. If this individual is buying a house in Chicago and you live in South Florida and you've never bought a house in Chicago and even if you did, who's to say it's the same? You don't understand that. Homes in Chicago and homes in South Florida are not the same. The markets are not the same. And then, you know, my situation and your situation are not the same. The financing, the purchasing of this property is not the same. Right? The real estate market is not the same. All, all, all you're doing is in superimposing your situation on top of mine. You're reading it as the same. But that can never work. It can never work. And back to the, the point about adults giving young people advice. I got to tell you, if adults just listened more to young people than talk at them, lecturing them, I honestly, sincerely believe we'd be in a much different place. We as adults, and I mean adults, period, older people, we are not all that qualified to give advice on a lot of things going on here. I mean, some things we can speak about, sure, when asked. But the world that is among and around us, right, this world today is not the same world that you grew up in. Society today, it's not the same. You know, simple, stupid example is all the technology. And so while you may have some valid points and ideas, but, you know, it may just not be as relevant as you think they are. You may be the only person for whom they are important. It's, it's, it's a hard pill to swallow, but it's the fact. You, at any given point, have a limited, a very limited view. Someone's getting married or someone's dating and you feel inclined to tell them what they should do in terms of being married. Well, come on now. You've, one, you've been married, I don't know how long before, maybe divorced. Okay, but you do not know anything about this guy and this girl. You have no idea. But here you go again. Superimposing your experiences on their lives. And so ideally, ideally, we, you know, ask better questions and, you know, we listen more than we talk. Right. Because these are the things that we are doing when we engage in this uh, unsolicited advice giving. All right. Um, that's the show for today. 
straight to the point, quick and simple. Please, if you have not heard, go back, listen to the series. We honestly think it's really good. Um, not just because we recorded it, but um, just talking about it has been a value to us. And so we just you know, want to share that with you and ask you to share it with anyone whom you may feel might benefit. That's it. Friend or two. And so on that note, I want to say thank you for joining me for this just quick wrap up, which is all it was intended to be about unsolicited advice. I appreciate you guys. Let me know what you thought of the show. Let me know what you think of the podcast uh, season three so far. I would love to hear from you. I would love to engage from you with you. Relationship Renegade uh, podcast is where you can find me or Dr. Jameson Mercier uh, on Instagram. Um, go to the website, info at mercierwellness.com. Everything is there. And uh, yeah, let's link up. Thank you for spending a little bit of your day with me. And I uh, look forward to having you uh, for the next episode. Uh, be sure to check out Weekend Edition uh, with me and uh, my co-host Mia. Uh, we have a lot of fun there as well. Um, and check out the new series. We're doing another one about money in relationships. Um, it's that season, right? Uh, it's tax season. It's stimulus season. And everybody's feeling not just rich, but rich, rich. Okay. But the money, um, like my mother always says, not just my mother, Haitian mothers, they say something, uh, right? And that means don't let this thing turn into a fishbone in your throat. So join us for that series. Thank you for uh, joining me for this one. I appreciate you. I love you. And look forward to having you for yet another episode of Relationship Renegade. Bye now.